Uh, Zion Williamson was a large human when he showed up to Duke. He is an even larger human now in New Orleans. Uh, He was called fat, literally, quote, fat, by Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley and Shaq both have weight problems while they were playing, too, so it's like they know what they're talking about. And then Stephen A. of all people. And Stephen A. just fat, fat, just call him fat. Eats, Eats the table. What is up, everybody? This is Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Zing Zang's Blazing Bloody Mary Mix and The Celebrity Mint. Go check them out in our links below on YouTube. Go hit the subscribe button. Give us a like at Apollo HOU. It's much appreciated. We're here to talk some basketball. Josh Garcia, the What We Learn Houston Rockets edition king. How we doing, bud? I'm great, man. How you doing? Uh, hey, watched some great basketball last night. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon, a little after lunch. Uh, Luca. Just did Luca things against the Lakers with a, a no-name squad, Derek Lively and Grant Williams and Tim Hardaway Jr., you know, just yep. beating the Lakers. Yep. Can't forget Dante Exum, though. Dante Exum, point guard of the future, if you uh, if you didn't know. In 2013. Ten years later, he yep. finally figured it out. Hit his career high in threes last night with Beautiful. five in the year awesome. of 2023. That is Love awesome. It. But we missed an episode. A lot, of, a lot of things going on in the last week. But the end-season tournament – officially over the los angeles lakers your los angeles lakers josh have won the inaugural in-season tournament lebron goes off ad has what 40 and 20 uh just looks incredible you know they're gonna hang a banner they're gonna hang a banner for the in-season tournament yep they they got exactly what they wanted uh with this in-season tournament i mean i love the fact that there was a kind of a shot in the dark kind of team with uh indiana and uh of course uh NBA blue blood, I guess you'd call it, with LA. They wanted to give LeBron that title so bad, and they got what they wanted. Uh, I just think it's kind of messed up that they took so much money, so much money away from this undeserved youth or this underserved youth uh, in Indiana. Ten players making under, I believe it was three million a year. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of, it's kind of messed up, LeBron. I feel like you know it's a, it's a billionaire taking from the working class. You know. Yeah, I think. I mean, who on the Lakers makes less than like seven million dollars? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably Christian Wood. Yeah, honestly. he doesn't say Christian Wood. Jack, <laughs> and hey, we we both know. have our qualms with Mr. Christian Wood. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the Lakers, we, we said it from the beginning when we were doing picks, like when we looked at the groups and then when we got out of the group stage, went to the knockout rounds, we were like, This is all just leading up to the NBA making sure that the Lakers get in. I don't know if the NBA necessarily had to help them at all. I think the Lakers actually played incredibly well and showed what they could do in a potential like playoff like uh, atmosphere. The Lakers look good, and if they can just stay remotely healthy, Christian Wood could be an NBA Finals uh, champion. You there know, it there it is. Former 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 criminal Jackson Hayes getting his ring too. That'd be uh, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Uh, that, the, the Lakers team is always fun every single year. My favorite was the. Uh, the retirement home squad that they had a couple years back, um, mm-hmm. kind of the kind of an omen to them with this uh, in season tournament win. You know, I, I wish I wish Carmelo could have seen this. <laughs> I wish wish Carmelo could have been there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the in season tournament was a hit. It was awesome. Competitive basketball in November and December is always welcome in our households. We appreciated it greatly. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers hanging a banner f- for just one second. So I mentioned it off air. I saw a TikTok the other day. Kobe Bryant speaking, um, 
We don't hang banners unless it's a championship. We only hang one kind of banner here. There are no division championships. There are no Western Conference Finals championship banners. There is one banner and one banner only that is hung in Staples Center. We're going to call it Staples Center until the end of time. It's just never going to change for me. I don't even know what it is. Is it crypto.com or is it the crypto... Yeah, the crypto.com is that still a thing? Like they don't have money left, right? Hardly, hardly. FTX died within six months. Crypto.com, give it another year or two, it'll be gone. All right. Uh, Well, let's just bring Staples back and call it a day. Uh, We don't have to mess around with this. Staples, just get your money up. That's all it is. Sell some more paper clips, paper, ink. Um, There it is. But yeah, they're going to hang one banner where they're. It's going to be a long banner where they're going to put the years of how many in season tournaments they win. Uh, if it's literally any other team other than the Lakers and the Celtics, probably they're probably hanging a banner for it. And it's like, yeah, no, absolutely. Throw that up there. But Kobe Bryant and and the bus family and every other Laker great saying, we only hang one type of banner around here. And then they're like, Hey, NBA cup boys. Like we did it. Here's the banner. Let's, let's get rings too. It gives off state championship vibes. I don't like it. Yeah. State championship vibes all all the way around. It almost feels like state finalists in a way, because like we have nothing to compare it to. It's just weird. I don't, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like if the Mavericks did it, I'm like, yes, hang the banner, get rings, let's do a whole ceremony, let's have a exactly. little mini parade on Main Street in Dallas. Let's do the whole exactly. thing. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fine. I don't mind it. It's just it's very funny that the Lakers are the pretentious franchise that are like we don't hang other kind of banners around here and then bam which hang it. i guess we're astros fans so we we kind of do that we took all the other ones down we only have that the, <laughs> the ones that matter up there now but um yeah congratulations to the los angeles lakers that uh lebron has five titles now he's one away from jordan um what can he say the goats on the <laughs> way boys i love it i love it we need to spread this propaganda immediately <laughs> I'm spewing, boys. <laughs> we're, awesome. we're spewing this it is out. Awesome. But uh, yeah, if Anthony Davis does that for like once a week for eight weeks, they're winning an NBA title. Yep. He's like the best player yep. on the floor. Yep. And they're just going to win the title. And Man, then LeBron, Anthony Davis is different. When he's LeBron healthy. will obviously win the NBA Finals MVP because they're not going to give it to anybody else on the team if LeBron's on it. I would like to say. LeBron in year 21, what the fuck? How does it just keep happening? He's incredible. He just does it. He's been playing Taking half charges. his life. It's insane. Taking charges. Yeah, I, year 21, it's incredible. So yep. congrats, LeBron. You uh, you should go get another ring and just add it to your ring box, you know? Yep. Finally, say, someone that can five. beat Father Time. It's incredible. No, it's it's been awesome. I was seven years old when he was drafted. I am 27 years old now. <laughs> like yep. crazy. Yeah, Your entire life. Going. Like my entire like actual conscious memory consists yep. of like one year without LeBron James. And actually that's not true because LeBron James was in high school and he was on the Sports Illustrated and Slam magazines and all over ESPN as a high schooler. So yeah, my entire conscious life where I can actually remember things, LeBron James has been in it. Yep. Yep. That's just, that's just that's just a test to how great he's been and just God, when, when will this drop off? The, 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 the ultimate tweet, uh, he said, LeBron's 30 years old. When will this fucker, this fucker is going to end soon. Yeah. 
It was 2015. In 10 years. It was 2015 (laughs) when that was tweeted. And then, yeah, uh, he's done a lot since then, turns out. (laughs) Just keeps on going. I love him. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I like the in-season tournament. I'm glad we have something to have some fun about, you know, in November and December. Yeah. It gets me a little distracted during the week when there's no football on during football season. Yeah, it's great. This was good. I enjoyed every moment of it. Um, Before we talk about some crazy punches, let's talk about Zing Zang. Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary Mix. Go get it today. Our links are in the description about Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary Mix. It's a it's a infused with bacon, and it's you can go ahead and get it pre-made with the vodka, or you can just get the mix and mix your own vodka in it. It's it's Christmas time, so Bloody Marys, welcome all the time. I was golfing the other day in Miami. They had a bla- they had a Bloody Mary bar. I was like, hey, let me go get my Zing Zang mix. Let's call it a day. Yeah, so they had they had celery and bacon, and then they had the cups and all that. They just had everything there. You can it was a make your own Bloody Mary bar. It was Ooh, awesome. That's I was beautiful. like, I just let me go to the car real quick. I got my Blaze and Bloody Mary mix in there. But go get your Blaze and Bloody Mary mix from Zing Zang today. This is a blazing hot take, a blazing hot punch. I don't know what you want to call it. Draymond Green, uh, last night, Thursday night or Tuesday night, sorry, uh, against the Suns, uh, decided to punch Yusuf Nurkic. For no reason. Literally no, no reason. I, this happens like five times a year. I don't I don't understand what the end goal is here. Uh, Nick Young said today that it just happened to be Europeans that he's, that he's punching, and it, it's starting <laughs> to check out. <laughs> I don't know what he has against Europeans. I know you have some things against French people, but that's yeah. due to Paris. Paris and people's egos and whatnot. That was but. personal experience. Yeah, that's right? personal. You're right, right, right. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's happening here. This is so weird. I mean, it seems every time that he's getting involved in these altercations, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And are they gonna make an example out of him because he carries the league and with his podcast, with not necessarily his play, but I mean he's a figure. He's a figurehead. I mean, all I'm saying John Morant rookie season, he does these kind of things. He might be out of the league by now with everything that's been going on. I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's it, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. So what you're saying it like he was brought into the perfect situation. John Morant was brought into a team to be the guy, the leader, the person in the locker room that everyone's looking towards. Draymond was brought in to be a puzzle piece. He was brought in to be the rebounder, the defensive guy. He and he excelled and transformed into something that they never probably even expected him to. Like he turned into an all around like guard one through five when it, yeah, during his prime. Right. Yeah, not anymore. But he was a fiery guy. Could get the boys going, and could play defense up and down the court. And every once in a while, would make a shot with his backpack on. You know, just there hunched over shooting a three. Um, <laughs> he was a puzzle piece. So they already had Steph, Clay. You know, they they were putting a team together to build. I, no one on the Warriors that drafted those players could have even imagined what happened later with Steph Curry changing the game and the Splash Brothers and what seventy three and nine. Yeah, no one could have ever imagined yeah. that. Draymond is acting out. I, I don't know why. Like this is the third time this season that he's just done something completely outlandish, like completely chokehold Rudy Gobert, and now it's like, because did you see the slow mo of this video of him hitting Nurkic? Like, cause in yep. real time, you're like, okay, that was a, little, it, it was too much, you know. It was a wound up then, punch. He, 360 the at that. Slow mo, 
Yeah, and then the slow-mo, you can see him, like, sighting the punch, like, turning. Yep. His yep. eyes are, like, dialing in, and he just throws it. And then kind of opens the hand right at the last second where it's not yep. really a punch, but it was a punch. Yep. I mean, I men think- lie, women lie. Men lie, women lie, but slow-mo doesn't. And seeing no. that happen in slow-mo, it, it was big. <laughs> ah, God. It's like, I love Draymond for this because it's, it's entertaining. But it's also like I, I, it's to the detriment of your own team. Now you punched Jordan Poole and completely screwed up any momentum that you would have had from winning the NBA title the year before. Yep. And then you try to murder Rudy Gobert, and now you're punching Yusuf Nurkic. I don't get it. I, I just don't understand like what goes through his brain where he's. I know he's trying to rile up the team and get them pumped up and going. That works sometimes, if you do it correctly. If you don't punch someone in the face, if you just talk a bunch of shit or you, you give a little shoulder here and there, like, oh, you got a foul because you shouldered him instead of you punched him in the face. Right, right. There's a difference playing in the post and being hard with contact. Like, look at Embiid, Gobert, even Steven Adams when he was healthy. Like, they did it, the I hate to say, the right way. But, I mean, all these players are getting suspended all these amount of games. They're not getting ejected. You know, even Jokic, for example. They can put pressure on people in the post and get in people's heads, but they get in people's heads by scoring, winning the game, dishing out great passes. Like Draymond can't do any of that anymore. And I wanted to kind of cut back to that point that you mentioned about kind of a best case scenario for them with all these draft picks that they've had. That was the immaculate scenario. Like no team could predict how good that the Warriors would become through home homegrown talent. Um, just seeing it kind of all fizzle out now. I mean, I, of course, I'm a Rockets guy, so it does feel good. But honestly, I did feel points in that uh, championship run against the Celtics where I was like, maybe the Warriors are starting to become fun to watch. Probably because they're not beating my Rockets, but they it felt fun to watch them again. And I, now it's just, it, it's tanked. It, my, my opinion on them is tanked. I was on the other end of that where I was like, fuck this team. I hate this <laughs> because they had just beaten the Dallas Mavericks. I had no qualms ah. beforehand. Because the Mavericks weren't very good. Like, Dirk's nearing the end of his career. Then they draft Luka, and you're, like, hitting a little bit of a prime there. We never faced off against them in the playoffs until that season in the Western Conference Finals. And in our group chats and on Rockets Twitter, I have a lot of Rockets Twitter because I'm an Astros fan, so all of you Houston fans are in there. But they'd always complained about Draymond. Anytime he did anything in any game at any point in the season against any team, Rockets Twitter's all over it. They were just dialed in. Like, oh, Draymond, I can't believe Draymond just gets away with it again. Like, oh, no. And I was like, dude, just guys, just shut up. Like, it's fine. And then I watched the series. And I'm like, all right. Yep. So he could just do moving screens. He could just shoulder people whenever he wants. He travel. They, they could just do whatever they wanted. Not that I think the members, like, truly had a shot in that series. Like, Jalen Brunson wasn't Jalen Brunson yet. Like, he had some moments against Utah that season. Luca is he can be the best player on the floor. But I wasn't worried about Luca, but he was hurt and whatever. Dorian Finney-Smith, like the team was good for that one season and that one playoff run. Didn't expect to make the NBA Finals, but I wanted to make the NBA Finals. So I was like frustrated and I watched all the games. So I was like, Draymond just gives away with anything. He just do whatever he wants. This and he still terrible. complains. He still complains every single quarter, every single minute, every single game. We walked, me and my, I was with my dad last night and we walked into this restaurant. Right as soon as we sat down, all we see is just this wide shot of just Draymond this close to the camera, just 
going off at the refs. And I was just like, is this theatrics? Is this the game? What? And of course my old head dad was just like, I don't know what Draymond is doing. He's been doing this for years. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's strange. I don't, I don't know how it keeps happening. I don't know why he keeps doing it either. Just like, it doesn't, and you can't teach an old dog new tricks, I guess. That's all it is. Exactly. Um, He's nearing retirement. It'll be over soon. Yeah. Not to worry. over soon. Before we, we sign off here, let's talk about Zion Williamson, please. It's, uh, it's becoming a, it was, it's been a problem. It's been an issue. Uh, sure. Zion Williamson was a large human when he showed up to Duke. He is an even larger human now in New Orleans. Uh, he was called fat, literally, quote, fat by Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley and Shaq both have weight problems while they were playing, too. So it's like yep. they know what they're talking about. And then Them Stephen of all people. And Stephen A. just fat, fat. Just call him fat. He eats, eats the table. Yeah, the report was he would literally eat the table in a New Orleans restaurant. Like, New Orleans has great food. So now let's just get, let's get into it. Lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. Uh, that yep, was awesome. He, they said he used all of his <laughs> all of his facial muscles to say the word. Uh, I just keep watching the Kevin Garnett video. Yeah, you can oh. hear him breathing into the mic, and we're like, oh boy, like. <laughs> no, you know he's got sleep apnea, like hard. Yeah, someone said the sleep apnea is go crazy at night. Yep. <laughs> all right, so let's let's ask the the age old question with the Zing Zang Blaze and Bloody Mary mix. What would Zion Williamson's ideal New Orleans meal look like? I love this. I love this stone. All right. Give me a po' boy, but don't go don't go just shrimp. You got to mix the meat, right? Give me shrimp. Okay. Give me crawfish. I yep. don't know. Maybe some oysters on the side. I don't know if he's an oyster guy. The oysters are kind of like the, the pickles of seafood. Either you're you know on one end or on the other oh. uh, in regards to he'll your love for it. He'll, he'll eat those fried he'll oysters. He'll eat the oysters. <laughs> he'll eat the shells too. <laughs> Um, yeah, give okay. give him a give him some uh, some boudin, some uh, some gumbo mm. on the side. Yeah, damn bowls, he, not, he really... not not a cup. We're getting bowls of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking. Yep, one foot in <laughs> diameter, platter. three foot, three foot depth. Yeah, he's just getting the pan that it, like the big bowl, yeah. and, like <laughs> the silver thing in the. In the yes, he's yes. Just getting that. They're just bringing that whole thing out to him. I love saying. this. Um, then he. They'd probably sell, sell crawfish in one, three, and five pound increments. And then right. if you're catering, you can get 10, 20, 30 pounds, whatever. Of course. He's getting the five pounder. Oh, yeah. And he's oh, sucking yeah. the head. He's doing it all. He's eating everything. He's, he's getting he's the claw meat. He's going to be there for oh, hours. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. uh, then he, and he's probably going to Cafe Dumont right after. Yep. Classic. Getting, like five orders of beignets <laughs> and a coffee. Oh, man. Damn, now I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. It sounds like... As a person from the South, from Alabama, anytime there was a crawfish boil, I was all in. I was like, man, oh, yeah. I would just love to be living in New Orleans or Louisiana of any sorts, Baton Rouge, just just eating crawfish all the time, whenever. Yeah. Then I moved to Mississippi, yep. went to Mississippi State University. They had crawfish at every barbecue joint. Beautiful. You can get it whenever awesome. you want. What a life to live. But yeah, Zion, uh, his trainer even called him out. He he posted the picture of Zion at the press conference, or him dribbling down the him dribbling down the court during the in season tournament was uh, alarming to say the that least. Vi- that visual that visual was something. It was crazy. Um, yeah. That, but then the trainer tweets out or Instagram, whatever it was, um, the quote from the New Orleans 
people when they're like Zion needs has reportedly been told he needs to get his diet under control and fix some things, whatever his di- his trainer tweets out a picture of him from like a media day at some point, And he's just shredded. Looks like a Greek God looks incredible. And I, I think he just kind of did the shrug emoji. The, yeah. The, the yeah. trainer no, did. The, he's like, uh, there was I, definitely, I y'all. yeah, there was definitely a point in the, in the early season, maybe uh, before the season started where it was a couple months ago, maybe media days or something, but we did see like what he can look like. Um, and of course, I, you know, outside of all the jokes and everything, because th- this is very low hanging fruit at this point. Um, I really think that Zion, regardless of all this, is still playing like a top 25, top 30 player. I mean, he's averaging 23 points. He's shooting 60% from the field. He's shooting, you know, one for three from three pointers. Uh, not terrible. Uh, I mean, he's clearly had some space to his game. He's not throwing down as many dunks as I'm seeing. He's not being, he doesn't have that, that, that zip that I saw him have at Duke, which I mean, coach K is probably just making him run suicides every day for 270 days out of the year. But Overall, I mean, again, this is low-hanging fruit. Zion is still one of the best players in the NBA. I don't think he's an all-star at this moment, but he's close. He's very close. Uh, and yeah. I feel like this is almost like planted slander, especially by Stephen A., to get him to uh, to New York. And we talk about this a little bit off-air, but um, maybe there's some uh, some collusion, some uh, some media tampering. You know, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on, and I'm definitely – I definitely think that once, uh, once all this fizzles out with New Orleans, he will be going to – uh, New York or maybe some other destination spot. And you're going to see, he's going to get shredded. Just, just yeah. you wait, just you wait. And it was even before he got drafted. And when they, when the Duke played Duke team played in uh, New York city at Madison square garden, they were both, they were like, uh, RJ and him were both like, we love it here. I hope this is our home court. Like, I hope this is my locker room. I hope I get to sit in this locker, all that kind of stuff. Then he gets drafted. You don't really hear anything, but during the season, you're like, he doesn't really like it there. And then he mentions Dallas for like two straight years. So I'm like, let's Luca and Zion together. This will <laughs> oh. be awesome. He, he oh. said Dallas is his favorite city to go play in. I was like, this is incredible. Like if he's not wow. going to the Knicks, he's coming to Dallas. This is going to be great. And then that kind of fizzles out. And then this season you had him in the, in the locker room or the hallway, whatever it was. And he, the guy was like, why don't you come for, play for the Bulls? He's like, man, I hope so. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, He wants out. He wants out yesterday. This is so weird. I mean, we have we have players like this, you know, a couple times a year that really want out. But the way that Zion's doing, he's just so unmedia trained. And, of course, the la- lackadaisical or however he, however he said it, of course, you know. <laughs> That's no, I, I will say that reminded me of the the Kevin Garnett video. I'm sure everyone's seen it. The name of NFL equivalent or however he, he like kind of <laughs> turned it all into one syllable somehow. Um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, clearly he's not media trained. Uh, I don't know who his PR is. Uh, remember in the off season he was having the OnlyFans drama with the with that girl. Oh, yeah. um, his decisions have led him here. Uh, but again, I will always stand on the hill, die on the hill that Zion is still a top twenty five player. Uh, I, I don't think the slander is necessarily deserved. Uh, I mean, if he's playing, you know, on a really, really bad team, if he's playing, hate to say this as a Rockets guy, if he's playing as bad as people like Jalen Green, uh, then I think he deserves the slander. But I mean, come on, if we're just coming at a dude for his weight, like, what are we, what are we doing? You know, there, there's much, there's much deeper issues than just that. You know, I'm just thinking of Zion Williamson in Miami. He'd be the best NBA player we've ever seen. Oh my God. Oh my God, I don't want to think about that. Because did you know Shaq had a, a weight clause in his tr- contract with Miami? 
Yep. Yep. He couldn't go over a certain weight, so like he had to stay in shape. If yeah. he had one of those, Zion would be unstoppable. Oh man! I, there were rumors that, that that there was a weight clause in his contract. Just like uh, I think people were saying uh, something with like a height clause in Kyler Murray's contract. Just making jokes, but yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it's happened before. I'm not saying that it should happen. I mean, clearly these people need to wait until I'd say the off season to see what he if he's really about this um but like i said if he's still playing at this elite level and he's been healthy all season like we've been wanting him to get healthy now that he's healthy everyone's talking about oh he need his weight is he eats the table you know if it's not one thing it's the next thing and i don't it's just it's just weird i i, I don't i don't i don't like the slander that's going on i personally love zion uh i'm a fan of almost anybody in the southwest division which is kind of weird because a lot of those teams aren't great right now um but i mean I love I love Zion. Zion Zion when healthy makes for a fun league. I wish he was on a different team. Uh, I love it if he was on the Knicks or maybe yeah. not the Mavs. Maybe not the Mavs. I love yeah. it if he was on the Knicks. If he was in maybe Chicago, uh, I'd love to see him. I I, I was almost gonna say uh, Laker Gold, but then I was like, he gives off Clipper vibes to me. So put a, <laughs> put put him in L.A. I don't know. I mean, there's def there's definitely some landing spots for him soon. I I don't know what you trade for him. I don't don't make a food joke i don't know what you trade for him <laughs> but um he's definitely going to be out of there soon uh if the winning isn't up to the standard um maybe his standards maybe his duke standards i don't know exactly what it would be but um i, I love the deep run they made in the in-season tournament uh but there's definitely got to be something to give come playoff time if they're not at least a six seed uh you're going to start seeing Zion get more and more frustrated if they get a first-round exit. You're going to see Zion verbally start getting more frustrated towards the media because, like we mentioned, he's not media trained. Um, it's it's going to make for a weird vibe. Uh, so this offseason is going to be a telltale uh, with what Zion's future and the rest of his career is going to look like. Yeah. We love Zion on this podcast. We're, we're pro-Zion. The jokes are fun. I enjoyed them. I laugh. As a as a Duke guy, I've always loved Zion. So, there you go. Um, yeah, let's get him to New York. New York shopping for a superstar. They've kind of openly said it. Um, shocker, they've been trying to do that for years. So maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see what happens. Um, no, Zion, you keep eating that gumbo while you can until you have to move. Damn away. right, damn right, brother. We don't fat shame on this pod. <laughs> Absolutely not. You eat what you want, um, but if you were in shape, you'd be like way better at basketball, probably. Which yeah. is saying something because you're already really, really, really good. Exactly. Um, yeah. Shout out to Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary mix for sponsoring this episode, as well as the Celebrity Mint. Go check out their collectibles at celebritymint.com. Description has the links below. This has been Zero Gravity, Follow Media's NBA podcast. <laughs>